Hey everybody, how are y'all doing today? Coming to you today with Overcoming Anxiety Through Accepting, Part 3. Today, I'm going to uh, tell you a pretty personal story and be pretty personal with you because um, I think it's helpful to know that I am still working on me and I am still challenged by these things on a sometimes daily, weekly, hourly basis. And um, so before I go through kind of my story and tell you some of that, let me go through some um, basic things about how we all get here. You know, for this part three, I want to remind us of a story, a story of a tiger that was in the Washington, D.C. zoo for many, many years. And when that zoo was um, <clears throat> small and fledgling, um, this tiger was in this 12 by 12 cage, concrete cage, 12 by 12 cage. They had to walk, pace back and forth, pace back and forth, pace back and forth. And when the zoo was able to update some things and do some things, they made a huge, big enclosure. Uh, you know, with the jungle kind of themes and places to roam and places to hide and be and all those kind of things. And when the time came to put the tiger in that enclosure, uh, the damage was already done. Uh, this tiger, instead of roaming this free open area it had, um, found a place away from viewing in the corner of the exhibit. And guess what? paced a 12 by 12 little patch where there was no, wore out the grass and there was no grass there anymore, wore out everything about its little place there. So, you know, sometimes we're like that tiger. We get trapped in the same kind of trance of unworthiness. And if you uh, have first time hearing that phrase, go back and listen to the first two podcasts in this series of overcoming anxiety uh, through acceptance so you can get that phrase down but we have this trance of unworthiness that we grow accustomed to caging ourselves how do we do that we do that with self-judgment anxiety restlessness dissatisfaction we um we get caught in these things we're anxious we judge ourselves we aren't good enough we're never going to be good enough see these things happen because i'm not good enough and it's always because i'm not good enough and then we rob ourselves. We can't grow to access the freedom and peace that we all can access, that we all can have. We just can't do that because we are trapped in our own cage of restlessness and self-judgment and anxiety. However, what I believe and why I'm doing these podcasts specifically is that unlike this tiger, we can learn to recognize the beliefs and the fears that are holding us back. We can learn how to find peace in our life. We can learn how we can let some peace wash over us. We can learn that we are not stuck in the 12 by 12 cage, that things are not the same as they were before. Now, how do we do this? Well, how we do this is what this whole podcast is, is, is titled by. We do this by accepting absolutely everything about ourselves in our lives. So let me say that again. How we do this is we learn to accept absolutely everything about ourselves and our life. Accepting means that we are aware of what's happening within our body, within our mind, in any moment that we're in. We do this without trying to control, judge, or pull away. Now, 
This is an inner process for us. I don't want you to get confused. This is not me asking you or anybody asking you on an, in an outward kind of way to put up with the bad behaviors of others or to put up with our own bad behaviors. What this means is that we have an inner process that we understand that in this moment we are feeling something, we are thinking something. Um, we need to accept that's what's going on. This is how life works. But what we tend to do is we feel some kind of emotional pain, physical pain. We feel all these kind of things. And what we tend to do is judge it, feel anxious about it, tend to tell ourselves that we shouldn't be feeling this way. And what acceptance really is, is that we can feel sorrow, that we can feel pain, that we can feel a desire for someone or a dislike for someone or something that we want something to happen for us or we dislike this is happening to us or we want to be with somebody or we dislike or not like somebody in our life. And we can do that without judging ourselves for the feelings. And we can do that without having to be driven to act on it somehow. That We've got to do something different. It's because of us, because something's wrong with us. You can go back to the last podcast, part two, and listen to how we see things wrong in the world and things wrong happen. And we need to accept that wrong things happen without connecting up. Something's wrong with us. But this is what we do. But acceptance means, so I'll say it all again, that we feel we can feel sorrow and pain physically, emotionally in those ways. We can feel dislike or desire for someone or something in our life without judging ourselves for having those feelings or having to be driven to act on it, to do something right now. We've got to make this happen right now. Because what we tend to do is that when we start to feel any part of our life or things that are upsetting or frustrating or disappointing, what we tend to do is we... Um, start to fuel our fears and we start to fuel the feeling of separation and we feed that transcendent worthiness um, because we tell ourselves that um, we have thoughts that about like this what's what's wrong with me why why is this wrong how long is it going to last what should we do about it what do i need to do why did i mess this up what needs to happen next and all these thoughts fuel that feeling of fear and separation fuels that unworthiness within us and we know it's hard to accept things hey because to accept things just as they are hey that i can feel this way this is sorrow and pain that i can desire and dislike something or someone and i can just let it be what it is for a minute i don't have to act on this in the moment this flies in the face of our conditioned reactions because growing up and what we get told in the world and society and our families is that we have to resist physical and emotional pain. So what we do is we, we stiffen our bodies. We stiffen our mind. We, don't, or we aren't open to new experiences. We want to allow ourselves to think about new things in new ways and different ways. We, want, we are like that caged animal in a 12 by 12 cell. Only there are thoughts and our feelings. Again, it's the what's wrong with me. How this become this way? How long is this going to last? What should we do about it? Oh my gosh, what are we going to need to do? What's going to happen? What's going to, oh, we tend to get lost in and out of touch with the actual experience we're having. 
what we tend to do is we tend to lean into the future. Oh my gosh, what should I do? What's going to happen? This is going to be awful. This is going to be terrible. We tend to rehash the past. Oh, I wasn't good enough. Oh, I messed this up. Oh, I should have known. Oh, I should have done this. Oh, I should have known that. Oh, I should have whatever. We say things like, I have to do more to be okay. Um, I'm incomplete. I have to have or be more to be happy. And even when things go well, what this trance does to us is tell us somehow we shouldn't deserve it. Or that, well, something good happened now, so I know something bad's going to happen. Because good things just can't keep coming my way. And so... We don't clearly hold the experience that we're having with compassion, with understanding, with saying, hey, let's give ourselves some grace here. Hey, of course we feel angry and sad and dislike this. We think we got to change it. We think we got to do something. We think it's going to impact everything about our future, that we did something wrong in our past and we aren't in the present experience. Now, what this is called in counseling and therapy lands, we call this mindfulness. Hey, that I can feel sorrow and pain and frustration physically or emotionally and mentally and stay in the present moment. That I don't have to act on something right now, right away. And I don't have to judge myself or somebody else or something else for thinking and feeling a certain way. So I'm going to be honest and real with you right now. And that's happened to me a couple of times in the last week. Um... So I'll tell you what's going to sound like really silly stories, but hopefully you will um, relate to them. So last Saturday, um, my truck started idling really rough. I knew probably what that meant is it needed some spark plugs and some wires, and I needed to go take it in to make that happen. That was on Saturday. I didn't have that chance Monday. Then on Tuesday, my wife and I were driving to pick up some things, It's rattling even more rough. The check engine light comes on. I hear it. I can actually hear it kind of sputtering and spitting. To be honest with you, I started freaking out. I tried to handle the best way I could. I asked my wife, hey, you need to help me when I'm in these places because I will beat myself up tremendously. I don't know what to do. I need your help. Then I started going through, oh my gosh, this is going to be $1,500. I leaned into the future. How's this going to impact us? It's Christmas. What are we going to do? Oh, we don't have that money right now. Oh, where that's going to come from? Oh my gosh, it's going to hurt this. It's going to hurt that. What are we going to do? Oh my God. I rehashed the past. Oh, I knew Saturday it needed to do this. I just needed to take care of it then. Why did I do that? Oh, I always mess things up. I messed it up again. Here I go again. I was beating myself up. I was leaning into the future. I was rehashing the past. I was saying to myself, I need to do more to be okay. I messed this up. I should have known better. If I, would have, if I was good enough and good enough, I would have known this. I would have taken care of it Saturday. I would have hopped on it right away. Hey, I'm incomplete because, hey, I should have more money saved. I should have more going on. I'm not going to be able to take care of my family. Like These were the things that were going on with me. And I was scared and I was afraid about my car idling rough and a check engine light on. And yeah, I felt terrible and horrible. I was scared. I was angry. I was anxious. I wasn't a nice person to talk to in that moment. But that's what happened to me. Because in that moment, I wasn't able to accept life just as it was without trying to control it or judge it 
or pull away in some way. I had to fix it. I had to make it better. I had to get out ahead of myself. I had to judge that I was not good enough, that I wasn't going to be good enough, that I needed more. I was not able to see clearly the experience I was having. Have my feelings that, yes, of course I was scared. Of course I was frustrated. Who wants to fix their car at Christmas time? And who wants to have this happen at any point in time in their life? It is frustrating. It is sad. It is um, anxiety producing because I don't know how much that's going to be and what that's going to look like. But I wasn't able to have those feelings and be compassionate about that. And of course you have these feelings and it's okay. No, I'm judging myself for those feelings. I'm holding on to them. I'm telling myself I'm stupid and I'm a bad person. And why am I feeling this way? And why didn't I do more? And this is what I did. And so the whole day Tuesday, I just felt terrible. Terrible because I wasn't compassionate about myself. So then I started beating myself up because I wasn't compassionate about myself. Terrible because I was leaning to the future again, leaning to the past again. Just to tell you all the story, what happened was a few hours later, they called me and said, hey, it's just a spark plug. That's all it is. It's nothing more than that. Hey, you need to do these couple of things. You want to do that? I said, yes. Hey, it's all okay. Hey, but man, at that time, I was where most of us get at. I was feeling sorrow and pain and dislike. And I was judging and controlling and trying to pull away and being frustrated. And it took me out of the moment. So what we're going to talk about in part four next week or in the next few days is really how to hold on to those experiences and do them in a more compassionate way for ourselves. Um, how we can actually see clearly what is happening with us and what we need to do. Again, this is called mindfulness. That there are two parts of genuine acceptance. Again, it's seeing clearly and holding on to our experience with compassion. When we can do these two things, we can fly. We can be better able to manage our lives. We can be better able to do the things we need to do. So I just wanted to give you that experience that I had. Let you know, hey, I'm there with you. At times I am a therapist who sometimes can seem really out of control and crazy. That my anxiety takes over. That I am... um, doing these podcasts for a reason because it's things that I am continually learning and trying and practicing. And guess what? I still don't get them right. So pass this around who you need to. Hopefully it helps you and come back for part four so we can get into what mindfulness actually looks like and help you through that. Talk to you soon.